Today's daf is daf Lamed Aleph, and we are holding at the Mishnah, three lines down on Lamed Aleph, Amad Aleph. Zog the Helega Mishnah. Shnei Kadorin, there are two people that make pots. So the Chorah means that they're walking with their pots. Shayimahalchen, Zeacharzen, walking one behind the other in a Roshusa Rabbim. Niskal Harishon Venafal, the first one tripped and fell. The Niskal Hasheni Barishon, and the second one tripped over the first one and incurred damages. Harishon Chayv Beniske Sheni. So the first one is obligated to pay the damages that occurred to the second one. So Tosus points out over here, we'll see later on more in the Gemara. Tosus points out over here that we're dealing with Adam Hamazik, that since it's the, the, the person himself, the first one who is causing the damage with his body, because the second one is tripping over the first one, so in case, if that's the damage that's happening, that is Adam Hamazik, that's person causing damage, it's not, it's not bore, and therefore the Adam is going to be higher both on the damage caused to the second one's body himself and also to the property damage that is incurred to the second one. Now, what about if the, it's the pots as well that are causing the damage, the pots that the second one is tripping over that the first one had? So that already becomes a little more tricky because that would depend on a lot of what we learned yesterday. So let's leave that right now for a, 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 in a moment, and let's deal with the fact that it's, we're just learning that the first one, second one is tripping over the first one. If it's the second one, if it's the first one's parts that are causing the second one to trip, so then they would be shy, if it's bore, if he wasn't mafkirit, if he was mafkirit, it would be bore, but then he couldn't be chayv on the second one's kalim, because by bore you're not chayv in kalim. If he wasn't mafkirit, then it's his mamon, and his mamon, you could be chayv for his mamon on kalim. So, uh, that's what you have, this big toast with over here trying to figure all of those permutations. So let's go on. Amarab Yochanan, Yochanan says over here, that lo seima matnisin rabbi meyer he, you might be uh, uh, thinking to yourself that when you learn the Mishnah, why should the first one be obligated? He tripped. It might be that you think, oh, I must be going like Rav Meir from yesterday that says tripping is considered to be negligent. And that's why, therefore, Vechayev, and therefore he's obligated because it's his negligence that causes the second one to trip. It could even be going like the Rabbonin, even going according to those opinions in Rabbi Yehuda that hold that Niskal is an onus, even if Niskal generally is an onus, to Amri Niskal onusu potter, and no, and you would be potter in In generally, if you trip and it's an onus, Hachachayev, here is different. Because here we're talking about that it's the person that caused the, the person's body, he himself caused the second one to trip. It's not his uh, broken kalim, like we talked in the Mishnah, whether it would be. And if it's him, he could get up. He could stand up. 
and the fact that he didn't stand up, that creates the negligence over here. So it could be the tripping's not negligence, but the lack of getting up, that's already negligence. And therefore, even if Niskal is an onus, in this case, you're considered to be negligent because you should have got up. That's what Rabbi Yochanan explains in the Mishnah. You don't have to learn that shot here. You could say that there wasn't enough time to get up, and that's not what the source of negligence is. Well, if that's not the source of negligence, and we're going like, you want to tell me it goes like Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that, that tripping is an onus, that tripping is considered to be a, uh, an accident, but why, so what creates the negligence that the first person has to pay? So, Because even without having the capacity to get up, he could have still warned the person who's coming behind him and said, hey, hey, watch, be careful, I fell on the floor, I can't get up. So you should be careful. And the fact that he didn't warn, that's the source of the negligence. Now, why didn't Rabbi Yochum want to learn that way? Rabbi Yochum learned you had to say the negligence is because he didn't get up. Not that he could that he couldn't get up, but he could have warned. Why doesn't Rabbi Yochanan learn that? Rabbi Yochanan says, you're talking about a situation, a person has fallen, and he can no longer get up. So, we say that that person who's under stress because he can't get up will not have the... There's no expectation that he should have the state of mind that he should be able to issue a warning. So therefore, said therefore didn't want to make that the case of the negligence because he holds that, that wouldn't be the case. There's no negligence in that case. The only negligence must be talking about where he could have got up, where he could have got up, and he didn't get up. That creates the negligence. So the machlokus over here between Abiyochan and Rav Nachman, they're both looking for what creates the negligence over here. If you don't go like Rav Meir, that tripping is considered to be negligent, the whole tripping is an accident, there has to be still a source of negligence that obligates the first fellow. So according to Rav Yochanan, that's because he didn't get up, according to uh, where he could have. But where he couldn't get up, there's no expectation of him issuing a warning. And according to Rav Nachman Yitzchak, even if he couldn't get up, but there wasn't enough time, let's say, to get up. He wasn't in a state to be able to get up, but he should have been able to issue a warning, and that's what creates the negligence. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah later on, on Ahmed Beis. Let's say the person walking in front was carrying a beam, and the person walking behind was carrying a barrel. If the barrel broke because of the beam, Potter, the owner of the beam is potter. The im amad bal kora. However, if the owner of the beam stopped, and then that's what caused the barrel to break, then chayev, then the owner of the beam will be chayev. So the Gemara assumes right now the case means like this: in the ratio, the person carrying the ba- the beam is walking at the normal pace. And the person behind, who is the bu- carrying the, the barrel, he went faster than he should have, and he ran into the back of the beam. So then the owner of the beam is going to be Potter, because the negligence is on the, on the, on the side of the owner of the barrel. But if the owner of the barrel stopped, the owner of the beam stopped, and the owner of the barrel was going a normal pace, and now because the owner of the beam stopped, 
he walks into the back of the beam, then the owner of the barrel is going to be chayev. Now the Gemara says like this, let's understand, again, what is the source of negligence? My love, Sha'amah, the Katev, since the Mishnah never said why he stopped, so we assume he stopped. The normal reason someone would stop in Rosh Hashanah, somebody is carrying a heavy load, such as a beam, occasionally has to stop to readjust the, 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 the load. And that's the Urchehu, that's considered normal, that's normal stopping. A few seconds he stops to adjust, is not in and itself negligent. So Ketani Chayev, so then why does he say that he's Chayev? So it must be, because even if the stopping itself is not the negligence, the negligence is the Havelei Lahazir. It's because he should have warned the person behind him that I am stopping. The fact that he didn't warn the person behind him that he's stopping, that's why he is Chayev. Now even though he's preoccupied because his beam is too heavy and he has to adjust his beam, we still put on him the negligence that he should have warned, and therefore this would be a proof for Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak and a question on Rav Yochanan because Rav Yochanan would say that the fact that he's preoccupied with adjusting his beam we should not have the level of ex- expectation that he should give a warning so the Gemara answers like no you're, you don't have to learn the Mishnah that way the way you could learn the Mishnah was Isha Ahmad Lafush, that there was negligence in the stopping itself, because the person didn't stop just to adjust, which would be the norm. This person stopped to rest. Now, to stop and rest when you're carrying a beam in a Shusarabim, that's not the norm. There is negligence in even the act of stopping. And therefore, since he stopped uh, for... Uh, for to rest, so uh, in such a case, then that is the act of negligence, and that is why the person carrying the beam would be high. So I guess we'll have to wait to see this later on. But I guess you could say like this: where a person just stops temporarily to adjust, you can say that the person behind has to leave enough space for such an occurrence, and therefore that would not be negligent in and of itself, but where the person stops to rest, then that's not an expected stoppage, and that's not something that the person behind would expect to happen, and that's why the person in front is going to be chayev. But you can't bring me a proof over here that there is a requirement of warning when you're preoccupied with stopping to adjust your beam. So you have no raya against Rabbi Yochanan. So more ask like this. So one second. So you're telling me that you're telling me though if the person did stop just to adjust so that we're saying right now Taka would be Potter and would not be Chayev even now the way we want to say it was high because you should have given a warning. Saying no, you don't have to give a warning. To talk that would be the case. You're pottering. If that would, but that's not the case. The reason you're high over here is because you stopped to rest. So the more wants to know is like this: you want to create a contrast between where you are potter and where you are chayiv, right? So because the and that's the the second half of the Mishnah. Second half of the Mishnah says, like the second Mishnah says, that if you warn the person behind, tell him, I'm about to stop, 
you let him know, then in such a case, the person who's carrying the beam will be put. So that's what we're going to see. So one wants to know that why show that contrast in such a way? I mean, you're telling me like this. Where he stopped to rest, which he was negligent in, then he's going to be chayv. But if he issued a warning and said that I'm going to, that, that you should stop because I am about to, to stop as well, then he's going to be potter. And one wants to know, why do you have to create a whole new situation in terms of what he is saying? According to what we just said now, is that if he would just have stopped to readjust, he talked would have been potter. So you could make that the distinction. In both cases, no warnings were offered. And in both cases, he stopped. Just the difference is, if he stopped to uh, rest, he's going to be hive. But if he stopped to adjust, then he'll be potter. Why do you have to come onto the case to create a potter to show that his potter is where he gave the person a heads up and he said, I'm about to stop. Why do you have to go on to that scenario? Say this, just make the difference in the duration of the stoppage. Was it for resting or was it for, for adjusting? So much is like this. So Adatani Seifa, then instead of teaching in the last part of the Mishnah, Vim Amar Labal Chavis, that if he told the person who was carrying the barrel, Amod, you should stop because I'm, about, I'm going to stop over here to rest. So then Potur, he, the person carrying the barrel will be exempt. Why do you come up with such a situation to create the exemption? Live lovely can be taught. You could make the exemption between uh, the, the case where he's going to be liable or with the case where he's was, was going to be exempt is like this. You could have said, Bamed Varmamurim, when is he Chayev? Kisha Ahmed Lafush, that's when he stopped to rest. That's what's that's negligence is Chayev. But if he just stopped to adjust, then he would be potter. The fact that you didn't create that as the case of exemption implies that it would not be a case of exemption. Why would it not be a case of exemption? Because even stopping to rest, uh, to adjust, which is the norm, it still requires giving a warning. And that's why he would be chive in that case. It implies that he would be chive in that case unless a warning was actually given. And therefore, this would be a good proof for Avnach Mbara Yitzchak and, a, and a, that you are expected to give a warning even if you're preoccupied with adjusting and this, and, and this would be difficult with Anav Yochanan. So Mbara says, no. It's not a proof. I'll tell you why. You know why the Tana switched from a case where no warning was issued to one where a warning was. He could have, like, he could have said like you. He could have said that if you want to create an exemption, just say that he's that Bamedvar Murim that he stopped to rest. You could have had that uh, that he stopped to adjust, and that would have been exempt. But the Tana wants to tell you the bigger novelty that even if he stops to rest, 
which itself is negligence, and you might think once he's negligent, even if he gave a warning, we told the person behind him, stop. But since he's negligent, he's not supposed to be doing what he's doing, you might think that he would still be liable, that no, even if he did something negligent by stopping to rest, but if he gave a warning, he'd be potter. And that's why the time of the after switches to that case, because he felt that that case had a greater level of novelty, and that's why I want to teach Lafush that even though he stopped to rest, which is negligent, if he issued a warning, that would be a sufficient reason to exempt him. So basically, let's go through this again. According to, we had over here in our Mishnah, it says that if two potters were walking and one fell, the other one tripped over, and there was damage, uh, so the first one is responsible. So we said, what's his negligence? So you don't have to say the negligence is because tripping itself is negligence. We said, even if your old tripping is accidental, there still is negligence over here. Rabbi Yochanan learned that the negligence was because he could have got up and he didn't. And Rabbi Yitzchak says, no, even if he couldn't get up, he should have given a warning. Yochanan says that's not negligence because if he's preoccupied with something, in this case, preoccupied with the fact that he can't get up, then in such a case, he's not expected to give a warning. So that would not be considered negligence. So when I ask the question from the Ahmed Bey's, the says that when you have a... Uh, uh, you have the person in front carrying a, a, a beam and the one behind carrying a barrel... So it says that if the person carrying the beam, the carrying the barrel went quick, uh, too fast, and went walked into the back of the, ba- the beam, his potter. It says, but there is liability if the person carrying the beam stopped. So we want to know why is he liable when he stopped? So if he stopped because he wanted to adjust, that's norm. If that's norm, that should not be considered negligence. must be because he stopped, but he could have issued a warning, and he didn't. As you see, even if you're preoccupied with, you stop just to adjust, nevertheless, he's, so that would be a proof for Rav for Nachmar Yitzchak. And Rav Yochan learned, no. It's talking about that he, it was negligence, because not that he stopped to adjust, he stopped to rest. That's what the negligence is. So when it's just like this, you're telling me that if you would have stopped just to adjust, he would have been potter. So why in the end of the mission does it have to give you a case of potter if he warned the person behind him and told the person behind him to stop, then he is exempt. Why do you have to go into that case? Just say the cases where he stopped to rest, he would be exempt. The fact that Tana didn't give that, and flashly that if he stopped to rest, if, if he stopped to adjust, I'm sorry, if he stopped to adjust, he would be exempt. Why don't you give that as the case of exemption? It must be in that case, he wouldn't be exempt because he still should have given the warning and he did not. So, the more concluded that it says like this, it's not a proof. It could be stopping to adjust, Taka is Potter. We don't expect a warning to be given. If you're stopping to adjust, you're preoccupied with adjusting. The reason that's not given the exemption because it wants to tell you a bigger Kiddush that even if you're negligent and you stopped to rest, which is an act of negligence, but if you told the person, you explicitly said, stop, then even though you did something negligent, but because you warned the person behind you to stop, then you will be potter. Okay. Let's go weiter. We're continuing now with this machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak, where if you are preoccupied, is there a expectation of issuing a warning? 
Toshima, come and listen. Hakadorin vahakizbar azagogin shahayu mahalchen zacharzeh. We have potters, or you have people that uh, that uh, make glass that were walking behind one another. Niskala rishon v'nafal. First one uh, stripped and fell. V'niskala sheni v'rishon, and the second one tripped over the first one. V'ashlishi, and then there's a third person here who tripped over the sheni uh, over the second person. So first, second one trips over the first, third one trips over the second. Rishon chal v'niskas sheni. The first fellow has to pay the damages that is incurred by the second. And the second person has to pay the damages that were incurred by the third person. We'll wait to see all the details as the more progressive. But if the second and the third person fell directly because of the first person, so Rishon Chayben is Kulam. The first person is going to have to pay both for the damage of the second person and the damages of the third person. But if a warning was issued for one from one another, it means the first one warned the second one, second one warned the third one. So in such a case that if even if damage occurs, Peturin, there will be they'll be exempt. They will not have to pay for the damages. All right. Now, what's the case over here? It says the first one has to pay for the damages of the second one. All right? Unless he issued a warning. If a warning was given, then he would be potter. So, my love, Shalom HaYolein Lamod, the Chorah, we're not talking about all cases, even cases where they were not able to get up. And you see that even if they weren't able to get up, they're only exempt if a warning was issued. So you see where no warning is issued. Even if you couldn't get up, you are considered negligent and you are going to be chayev, which is a proof for Rav Nachmar Yitzhak and it's Kashan of Yochanan. Well, it says, Lo, Shehayu Lahen Lamod. It's talking about, no, specifically they had time to get up. Because if they didn't have time to get up, then the expectation of a warning is not, is not there and there's no negligence. So Mara says, Aval lo hayolein lamod, my. So you're telling me again, similar type of question we had before. So what would be the din then if they did not have the capacity to get up? You're telling me, Potter, that they wouldn't be expected to warn, you'd be exempt. So again, if so, then why is there the Seifa, the tiny Seifa, instead of teaching the Seifa, the end of that Brisa says that he say you want to create a, uh, where will they be exempt if they did issue a warning for one another. So you went on to the first case where, where, where he tripped and, uh, and had, had time, he's saying he had, he tripped and he had time to get up. So that's why he's Chayef. So now you want to tell me where he's Potter. So why do you have to give me the, exa- the example of, but if he gave a warning, he'd be Potter. Just say that when would be Potter is where he tripped and he didn't have time to get up. So lift log without talking about giving warnings. Just say that, that the dis- distinction is, did he have time to get up? He didn't have time to get up. It doesn't give you that as the distinction. The fact it doesn't give you a distinction implies there is no distinction. It means E and therefore even when you, when you, 
didn't have time to get up, there was still an expectation of warning, and again, this would still be a proof of Nachman Yitzchak and a caution of Yochanan. So Chorah, why didn't, why did not make the distinction, Livlog, in the case itself, without talking about warnings? When do we say that there is an obligation? It's a highland Lamad when they had the ability to get up, and they did not. But if there's no time to get up, Paturin, they would be exempt. So the fact that it didn't make that distinction implies that it doesn't make, there is no such ex- distinction. In both cases, they should have issued a warning. Someone says, no, it's not true. There is that distinction, and that distinction could have been made, but the Tana wanted to give us the bigger novelty, like we had before, is that even though the person could have gotten up, and therefore he's negligent by the, negligent by the fact he did not, but Hakamash Malanda, Afal Gav the Havali Lamad, he could have got up. Me ki Hiziru, when he gave the warning, Hiziru Zed said, when they warned one another, Peturin, so you, even if they're doing something negligent by not getting up when they could have, but issuing a warning will remove that liability that comes from that negligence and they will be exempt. Okay, let's continue. So at this point, we don't have any proofs one way or the other. So I'm a robber. Roman now is going to explain this Brisa a little better. He says like this Rishon Chai Beniske Shani Bain Beniske Gufa Bain Beniske Mamono that when it says that there's liability that the first one has to pay for the damages of the second one, that refers to whether it's the first one's body that causes the damage or whether that's his property that causes the damage. Either way the first one, first one is considered to be responsible but when it says that the second one has to pay for the damages caused to the third party that's that's only damages he caused with his body but not damages that the second one's property causes to the third fellow so we're going to have to explain what the distinction is. But again, so what Rav is saying right now, the first version we're going to see, we're going to go back and forth. But Rav says, when the Mishnah, when the Brisa says, the first one's responsible to this, for the second one's damages, it means fully responsible, whether it's he causes the damage, or whether the first one's property, his vessels, cause damage. When it says that the second one is responsible, it's only talking about the second one causing damage with his body. But the second one's vessels that cause damage to the third one, his property causing damage to the third one, will not be chayv. What's the difference? I don't understand why there should be a distinction here. If Rava's position is that tripping, stumbling, is considered an act of negligence. So then, it means you would have to explain like this. So the first one tripped, so he was negligent. So therefore, damage he causes by his body, this is Adam Hamazik, that's a person damaging he was negligent, he's chayev. And his property, let's assume now, becomes a bar. We'll have to talk about whether they, he, he was mafka. It wasn't mafka, but let's say it did become a bar. It's a bar that was created through an act of negligence. So therefore, both he is chayev and his property, which is going to be bar, is chayev for damage that they, they caused because act through negligence. So the Chorah, the second one, also stumbled. It's true, he stumbled over the first one. But he also stumbled, so therefore that should be an act of negligence too. And therefore the second one, so, uh, should be also Chayv, for both the damage caused by him, it was Adam Mazik, through negligence, or his property damaging the third one, 
because it's it's a bar that was created through the, his his own negligence. So what are you going to tell me that Rav, that that Rav holds e niskal that 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 um that Rav holds that niskal maybe is an accident. So if eight niskal tripping is considered to be an accident, then the first guy should not be chayim. Safila rishon namely potter should be exempt. It was an accident. Why should be chayim for the second one? So therefore, how are we going to explain this? Gemara so says like this. Pshat and Rav is as follows. You have to make a distinction between the first one's tripping and the second one's tripping. Rishon Vade Pashehu, the first one tripped over the ground. And therefore, he's for sure negligent. And therefore, he's negligent. And the bar he creates with his own property is going to be is going to be high of the damage they caused the second person, for sure. Both he, as Rav said, and his property, uh, which uh, created an obstacle through negligence, are high. Shemi Agufa Machai, the second one, He's only high for the damage he causes by his body. Now, the horror why? Now we're going to change what we thought before. Because the second one, it's true, he tripped. But that tripping was over an obstacle created by the first guy. First guy tripped over nothing. Second guy tripped over an obstacle caused by the first guy. So the second one's actually, his tripping was an honor. So his tripping is considered, uh, the Havale, uh, is, 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 is going to be exempt him. Because there's potter. So why is he higher for his body? Because we're talking about a case, the Havale Amr. He had a chance to get up and he didn't get up. Now that, therefore, that changes the fact that he tripped into an accident, that there's negligence because he shouldn't get, he could, could have got up. Now him getting, could have got up only affects his body. I'm a mona, but his moment is potter. Because you don't say we could have got up on his property. So therefore, the mamono, you want machayim because a bore, it's a bore created through an honest. To Amr because he could say to the third fellow, love Anakarisa, I didn't dig this pit. Means it wasn't a pit that was dug through negligence. I tripped over the first guy, and that's my prop, my, my vessels broke. That created the bore, but it's a bore created through an honest. On my vessels, I'm potter. Me, I can't say, even though tripping is an honest, but I should have got up. Since I should have got up, therefore I'm negligent on that. And therefore, so the first guy is high both on his body damaging and his property damaging. The, the second guy, the second guy is high on himself damaging, but not on his property damaging. The third guy. May surveying more questions this explanation. The Brisa says the Chulon, all of them, Chayavin al Niskegufa, and they're high for the their body that uh, damages upturin, but they're exempt al mamonon for the their property that damages. Now, my love, doesn't the word all of them mean even going on the first fellow is now afilu rishon, and that's com- that directly contradicts Rava because Rava said the first one is chayv for his property damaging, and here it says v'chulan that all of them are only chayv on their bodies damaging, not on their properties damaging. Was is low that the chulan doesn't the barmirishon? It's not including the first one. The chulan means all of them means all of them except for the first one. First one will have to pay for his body and its property. The subsequent damages that are created will only be for by the other ones will only be for with their bodies, not their money. Says the more kulam ktani. All of them, all of them implies even the first one. All of them means kulan and all of them that got damaged. All of them that got damaged, that by definition leaves out the first one. The first one was the only one that didn't get damaged. So all of them, except for the first one who didn't get damaged, all of those got damaged. This is a very forced explanation as well. Hi, my. What, what kind of an answer is this? 
If the call of all of them includes the first one, so that makes sense why you use the word v'chulon. If you're telling me the Tana means to leave out the first one, exempting the first one, so my v'chulon. So then, what does it mean all of all of them? Litany, it should just to be more specific. Don't use the word all of them. Just say, Anizok, uh, and those who got damaged, those who got damaged, they only have to pay for the damage that they cause with their bodies, not their money. It should have said, use the word, instead of a chulon, it should So therefore, we're going to try and uh, explain Rava differently, so that it works with the Bryce that we just asked. Alama Rava, Rava says as follows, Rishon is Chayev. What is the first one, Chayev? He's chayev for the damage he causes the first one's body, the second one's body, and he's chayev for the damage he causes the second one's property. That's the distinction to be made over here. So we're not, we're not talking about the first one's property damaging. That's not, not being discussed. We're talking about the first one is chayev for all the damages that he causes, both whether it damages the second one's body or whether it damages the second one's property. The Shani Chayev Beniske Shlishi, the second fellow, is going to be Chayev for the damages that he causes to the third fellow, Niske Gufa, only the damages that he causes the third fellow's body. Avalobe Niske Mamono, not the damages that he causes the third fellow's property. Now they want to say a very interesting thing. What they want to say is that since the first one, when he tripped, it was an act of negligence. Therefore, we look at that first one. He's Adam. He's a person that's damaging. He's an Adam Amazik. Since he's a person that's damaging, so an Adam is high of whether he damages another person or whether he damages somebody else's Kalim. The second one who tripped, his tripping actually was considered to be more of an accident because he tripped over the first one. Therefore, his tripping is not, he's not considered to be an Adam Amazik, a person that damages. He's lying on the floor, he's considered to be more of a bore. He's considered to be himself, his body acts like as if he was a pit. And therefore, since he should have got up and he didn't, so he is considered to be the pit that is created with some level of liability because he shouldn't have stayed there. But since it's only considered like a pit, it's not considered Adam Amaz because it wasn't negligent from the beginning, so therefore, as a pit, is only higher for damages he causes a third person's body. But the kalim that he damages the third person with, that would be a pit damaging kalim. And a pit damaging kalim is potter. So it's already the Chiddush. We're saying that the person himself lying in the road could be viewed as a pit, not as an Adam Hamazik. Someone says like this. My time, what's the reason? The Havale bar, because the second one lying in the road is considered to be a bar. It's considered like to be a bar. And therefore, we don't find, according to Rachamim, that a bor is chayiv on kalim. Now, and now it doesn't, this explanation doesn't contradict the Bryce, because all of them are chayiv on damage that they cause the body. 
they're all chayiv on that. The first one's chayiv on the body, the damages that he causes with his body, to the, to, uh, that causes the damage to the body of the second one. The second one's chayiv on damage that causes the body of the third one. We're not referring to the damages of the caliph, because there might be a distinction. But in terms of the body, kulon, they're all chayiv. So now it fit the Bryce. Shmuel says that this doesn't really work. We had a machlokas two days ago between Rav and Shmuel. Shmuel says that you're chayv and bor whether you mafkirit whether you're not. Rav said you're only chayv and bor if you are mafkirit. If you're not mafkirit, if you still own it, then you can't be chayv for bor. Now, you can tell me that a person lying in the road, you can tell me that he's not Adam Amazik because it can happen through an onus, but because he didn't get up, he could become a bor. That only works according to Shmuel, because Shmuel said it doesn't matter if you still own or you don't own, you can still be bar. But according to Rob, that if you own the item, you're, it's no longer bar, it can't be called bar, person can't be mafka himself. So the Hanichel is Shmuel. To Amar, he said, Kol takola Borhu, any time there's an obstacle, with it, and you own it, and you, it's your obstacle, it can be considered bar, whether you own it or not. Only if you dispossess it, you mafkir the item, can it be called a bar? And elo, but if you're not, if you don't make it own in the own, uh, ownerless, then it would not be considered bar, it would actually be considered shar, and you could be chai for kalim on it. So therefore, my ikelameimar. So how are you going to explain this? Why person can't be mafkin himself? Person can't be mafkin himself, so he can't be considered bar according to Rav. So Rav's explanation doesn't fit according to Rav. So what is it like this? Laolam ikar. We go back to the first interpretation of Rav. We're not talking about a person damaging somebody else's money or damaging somebody else's property. We're talking about that the person himself, like the person himself. He's higher for his body damaging, and he's higher for his money damaging, his, his property damaging. Whereas the second person is only higher for himself damaging because he should have got up and therefore there's negligence, but he's not higher for his, he's not higher for his, uh, for, for his property damaging because that would be considered border because we're talking about that he was mafkered according to Rahab. But it would be a bar that was created through an accident because Niskal, in this case, is considered an accident. He wouldn't be chayv on his property damage. So, the, so therefore, the, the kashalach, the only kasha we have on that is the b'raisa. It says, kulan chayovin, all of them are chayev for the damage caused by their body and not the damage caused by the property, which is a problem according to Rav because he's the, the first one. You are chayev by, the de- by your property damage. So Targum Rav Adabar Minyumi Kamei Ravina Shehusku Kulam Chelim Bechelim. The Bryce is referring to when it says that all of them are for what their body damages, but not what their vessels damage. It's talking about what their vessels damage other vessels. That's what it's referring to. The Bryce is saying is a person damages Yuchayv with a person damages a body or vessels. But they're all going to be exempt if their vessels damage, if their property damages, if their properties damage other vessels, not another person. Properties damage another ver- ve- uh, vessel, even the first one is exempt on that. Why would the first one be exempt? 
because it is a case of bore. According to, let's say, Rav, Rav you're a masquerade, it's bore, but it's still, since it's bore, so therefore you're high if you're property damaging as bore. It's not going to be high on vessels, it's only going to be high on a person. So the Bryce that says that all of them are exempt when their property damages, it's their property damaging other property, and that works even for the first one. So therefore, talking about a Barava, Shahuska Kalim Bechalim, so about the property damaging other property, other vessels. That's where you exempt, because bore is potter, and the damage it creates to Kalim. Amar Mar, last thing, says that in the, in the Mishnah, it said that if the first one causes the second and the third one to trip, then the first one is responsible for all of them. So, says if they fell because of the first one, so is for all of them. How's it possible that the second and the third one fall because of the first one? So, Papa Amar, the Paske la Shilda that he blocked the road like a dead, car, a dead animal, like a carcass. Means he, the first one fell in such a way that there was no way to cross. So he, therefore, what he, each one tripped over the first guy. The second guy came at, at, at point A and tripped over the first guy. The third one came at point B and tripped over the first guy. But they all tripped over the first guy because he was lying perpendicular, right, straight across the road. Uh, Rab Zvid Amar, he says that the way to understand the case, how the first one's high for all of them, is kechutra de samyusa, that he was lying like the stick of a blind man, like the stick used by a blind man. He was lying, the stick used by a blind man, he, it, it, it's at an angle, but also crossed the entire road at an angle. And that's how they're all, and they all tripped over the same person, like, oh, this, like, triple, like, the same stick. Tosa says, what's the difference whether we're talking about that it was lying like a dead body, perpendicular, straight across, or was lying across the road like, at, an, at an angle? So Tosa says that Rav Zvid is disagreeing with Rav Papa. He says that if the body was lying, or the person was lying across, then the third person had enough time to see what happened to the second person, because the second person trips and then he trips after. So that delay, you should not hold the first one accountable if the first one tripped. If the sec- he could have seen what happened to the second one. But if it's at an angle, I mean, they're all tripping pretty much around the same time because the, 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 the first person is just as close to the third person as, the, as he is to the second person because his, his lying at, uh, not at perpendicular, straight across, but at an angle, that's where Rabzvid holds the first one's going to be higher because the, the, third one, the first one's going to be higher for the second and the third one because there's not enough time for the reaction of the third one to avoid tripping over him. Gentlemen, have a good day.